Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Ref the District live on Wednesday night, June 21st. I am the stoner. That, wait, did I get the right direction? No, wait, yeah. That go. is Trev. Hey, stoner. Trevy Trev. What's up, Trev? What's going on? Not much, man. It's kind of quiet. It is quiet. It's we're we're deep into the off season, man. Yeah, I know. So we we got to pick it up, though. We're gonna bring a a great show for everybody. Good to have Trev here. Uh, Of course, um, Nathan is not here today. Nathan is in the middle of moving, so we're gonna him a little slack, a little time to make that move, and he will be back next week. Don't uh, don't you worry about that. So before we get started, make sure you all hit that like button. We really appreciate if you do that. Hit the subscribe button if you are not a subscriber. And, of course, hit the notifications in case uh, you don't have that. What, what was that, Trev? I was just saying like and subscribe. Yeah, like and subscribe, man. We love that. Hit us up hard in the comment section here. We will be tracking all of that today, of course. And, uh, we, look, we've got some yeah. big changes coming. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, what? What's up? Look at the comments real quick. Look what Nathan just said. Uh, uh, all right. Oh, you popped that up there. All right. Cool. Nathan says, I'm gone for one show and Trev wears garbage. Oh, because he's wearing the uh, Longhorns, Texas Longhorns shirt. Yeah, uh, Oklahoma. Nathan's a big Oklahoma guy. Hook them horns? Oh, man. You're going to get us both in trouble here because I'm supposed to like kick you out of the show. Yeah, I'm not kicking you out. uh, Yeah. All right. So, yeah, back to that. Uh, Don't forget, every Wednesday we're here live on, uh, of course, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. So make sure uh, you check us out on all of those platforms if you can. Coming up later in the show, in the cool down, uh, we are going to talk about the Bradley Beal trade and what's going on with the Wizards. Uh, we are a commander-centric show, but look, it's a big deal what's happening with the Wizards right now. Mm-hmm. Everything that's been going on is in terms of the new front office, trading Beal, trading Porzingis, letting Kuzma. Kuzma's going to go. Yeah. On his own, they're not going to re-sign him. All of that, so we'll talk about that later on in the cooldown. And of um, course, in the uh, in the game, we're going to be talking about the the top 100 list that came out. How many commanders were on it? The surprises that were on there, the surprises that were not on there, and we'll even talk about some of the um, the other teams and who the guys that were on that list. And uh, again, who was not on that list? But right now, here in the warm-up, we're going to talk uh, a couple of topics. Uh, we're going to talk about Joe Gibbs, Josh Harris, little uh, reunion that they have. Not reunion, but um, union that they mm-hmm. have uh, merged. And we are going to talk maybe a little bit about what the Commander's rookies did this past week and uh, a few other topics uh, that we've got set for you all. So, again, uh, welcome everybody into the show. Uh, the warm-up is sponsored by Don't Sleep Energy Drink. Can't really see it behind me. I got don't sleep energy drinks behind me, but they are the official energy drink brand of Ref the District. And don't sleep, of course, supports those who believe in themselves. Head on over to don'tsleepenergy.com to pick up their regular or sugar-free drinks. Or you can even purchase some swag. Swag. You can, you can find them on Amazon. However, if you go to don'tsleepenergy.com and you use the code Ref the District, you're going to get ten percent off your order. Can't do that on Amazon. You can do that at don'tsleepenergy.com. We love those guys, and they are sponsoring the warm-up here today, as you can see down in the rundown at the bottom of the rundown there. 
All right, Trev, I've yeah. talked way too much. <laughs> I'm just chilling, man. Let's... I know, right? So let's get to it. I want to I want to bring up um, this this partnership with okay. Joe Gibbs and, of course, Josh Harris, the incoming owner of the Commanders, and, and when that happens. And I just want to read something real quick okay. about this partnership. In recent years, I've been fortunate enough to get to know Coach Gibbs and I'm proud to count him as a trusted friend and advisor, Josh Harris said in a statement. Joe is a winner, first in football and then with Joe Gibbs Racing. He has led organizations that build winning cultures based on strong values and a deep commitment to family and faith. Trev, I'd like to hear your opinion on what you think of this union between these two. Now, keep in mind, Gibbs is not going to be a part of the commander's ownership group but josh harris is going into business with him is that a good thing yeah it's a good thing you're getting the band back together i don't mm-hmm. care if, you know if he's not going to be on the football side of things but you know if he's going to be able to give that little bit of advice you know a little helping hand behind the scenes kind of deal i think it's great yeah and to say that about josh harris i mean how can you be you couldn't ask for a better endorsement does it make you think that Josh Harris, does it does it like give you a better opinion of Josh Harris and what he brings to you know the ownership of the commanders? Yeah, it does. I mean, because that gives you another a, a different look rather than well, he owns the Sixers and he owns the Devils and look at their success, mm-hmm. you know, or you know, he's got Magic Johnson with him and look at look at Magic success. Like it gives you another perspective outside the obvious. So I'm yeah from somebody who's been a part of us for so long. And it's connecting the dots, but, you know, potential owner of us, former coach, you know, it's just mm-hmm. a great, that's a great partnership, I believe. So what do you, what, what are you like your, let's say your best memories of Joe Gibbs as a coach or what, when you think of Joe Gibbs and you think of the commanders, yeah, what, what kind of comes to mind? Winning, mm. uh, culture change, yeah, uh, football minds, football mindset. X's and O's, uh, O's, O's. I don't know where that came from. X's <laughs> and O's. Yeah. <laughs> um, success. You know, just I don't know. Well, what were the years that go, that Joe Gibbs were coaching? Because I think I, uh, some of the folks in the chat will probably give us those exact years, but I know Joe Gibbs 05? part two was maybe oh mm-hmm. five to oh nine. Okay, maybe not even two. that long. Oh five to oh eight. I graduated um, high school in 05, so. Yeah, so it was about the time you were really coming into your fandom, right? Yeah, being, pretty much. Being a Redskins fan. Yeah. Um, I mean, he really is. If you were to go back and do a Mount Rushmore of Redskins, and it doesn't have to be players just the players. Right, yeah, he's on there. He's on there, right? He's got to yeah. be. He's, he's the most successful. He's a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. He's the most successful coach this organization's ever seen by far. Right. got to go in racing company. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's a winner. Yeah, he is a Josh winner. Josh Harris said it. You just said it. Mm-hmm. He's a winner. So that's uh, so that's awesome. I'm I'm excited about this partnership, just because I know Josh Harris can go back to Gibbs and ask him maybe football specific questions for sure. Maybe culture of the Washington organization type questions. Yep. There's yep. all of those things. Uh, I'm loving yeah. it. Yeah, I'm excited about it as well. I, I wanted to uh, shout out uh, some of the people who are here in the chat. Michael's here. Allison's here. ProKed. ProKed. Do we know ProKed? I don't I'm think sure so. That I don't we, know um, ProKed, but what up? 
Yeah. What's up, ProKed? <laughs> EP's in the house, of course. Nathan is uh, checking us out as well, wherever he is. I know uh, he's got to get up early and, and do a whole bunch of stuff before they head on to their next destination. So that's why he's not here. Dougford's here. Uh, let's see who else is in here. Redskins 007. Kalu's in the house. Yeah. That's Kwame Lewis. We haven't uh, heard from him in a while. Haven't heard from yeah. you in a while. Kwame, up, Kwame? Uh, appreciate you popping in for here for a little bit. Gus Bus, of course, is here. TJ, too nasty for you, is here. We appreciate everybody in the house. All right. So, Trev, you got no problem with Joe Gibbs? No, nah, no problem. You got no problem with Josh Harris? No, nah, no problem. All right. The one thing that I've heard uh -oh. is that, you know, they have. No, I don't have any problem with you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say that I have a make it sound like I have a problem with you. But the one thing I've heard is that um, uh, Josh Harris, they have the two dates when the sale can possibly happen, right? They've asked the owners to kind of put on their calendar two dates, July 20th mm -hmm. and August 8th. Yeah. Harris wants July 20th. Yeah. Because he, I mean, the sooner you get in there, the sooner they can start making deals. Everybody wants July 20th, right? Yes. What would that mean, Trev, if July 20th, training camp is July 27th? Oh, gosh. What would that mean if Josh Harris becomes the owner of the Commanders on July 20th? Training camp is going to be lit. Fire. It's going to be a movie, dude. It's going to be insane. He's obviously going to be there. Yeah. We're going to be there. Yeah. All those fans are going to be there. There's bleachers, oh. so it's going to be a comfortable like training camp. Yep. It's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. You think he'll make any moves on the by, for, on the roster if he does that? I do. I, I've, I've actually posited, I think that's the right word, hmm. that the first move he makes, and this name's going to come up later, the first move he makes is he signs Cam Curl to a long-term deal. Because they can't do that right now. Why not? Because they don't have the funds to be able to make those types of moves. Who got to go? It, well, no, it's not that anybody's got to go. I mean, they don't have like access. They oh. can't make moves. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's no owner. Got you. Got you. you. Know, okay. Okay. It, it put it in very basic terms. The office is empty. There's there, no yeah. Empty. There's somebody who controls the bank account and right. nobody knows where that money is or how much right. money or whose money or that was on, that's part of Dan Snyder's team. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so what are they going to do? Get Dan Snyder to pay for it? <laughs> well, they got to wait until, till Josh Harris is in, is in an owner and then they can make uh, uh, a bunch Cam of Curl Cam Curl. Cam Curl. I know you don't like him, but he's going to come up later in the show as well. So who made the, the option to the choice to decline the fifth year option if there's no owner? Well, that was, you know, that was back in April. Yeah. April or May or whatever. But the rumor has been that kind of Jason Wright is uh, control, okay. kind of controlling things right now. Okay. Uh, behind the scenes as much as he can. But in terms of signing guys to big deals or whatever, he's he just can't do it. He, okay. They just don't have access to funds. So can't that's going to be. Well. Yeah, that's going to happen. That's going to happen this year. I think it's going to happen before training camp, assuming Josh Harris is voted in on July 20th. Look at Kwame Lewis. <laughs> yeah, that's his guy. They played together at uh, South Alabama, so they know each other quite well. So maybe they will sign Reeves. That's a little bit 
I mean, long-term deal for a special teams ace. Now he's valuable. That's not, that's, let's not get crazy here. He was the best in the entire NFL last year as a special teams guy, but those guys don't get like big deals. They could get a long-termer, but I don't know about big deals. (laughs) We're going to talk about a couple of those guys uh, here later on. All right. Next thing, Trev. Yeah. Yesterday or the, over the past couple of days, Mm -hmm. the rookies, the commanders, rookies, undrafted guys. Yeah. They all got some tours of DC. Yeah. Which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. Let's let's say you got signed in Kansas City. Okay. Right? You're a rookie in Kansas City. Yeah. What are you going to do in Kansas City with the rookies? You're going to go get some barbecue or something? Probably. (laughs) Blues or something like that. Yeah. But, I mean, what they can do in D.C. is pretty awesome. So Mm -hmm. here's a question uh, I'm giving you. Okay. If you were to go – if you were – 22 23 again yeah and you kind of know what you know now but you can Mm -hmm. go back to that what would you want to see in dc if you were going back there and they were going to give you a tour oh exactly what oh my bad drop my phone exactly what they did go see all the monuments go see Mm. all the museums um i would go downtown get some good food yeah um Go see the Arlington Cemetery, you know. And any anything specific about monuments? That anything any specific monument you think would be a good spot for them? Uh, are you trying? Are to you? Get, are no, you, no, I'm not trying you, to get you, Trev. No, I'm, like, I'm just trying to. You segue into something like? No, no, I just <laughs> want to know like what you think you would be interested in if you were to go to D.C. for a day and somebody said you have to go see some monuments. Or museums, what would you want to go see? Um, I've been here recently. It was, I think, it was like the second year I was there. It was at the National Museum for African American History. Mm, yep. uh, I think it was right actually when Kobe Bryant passed away. So I think they recently added like a really nice tribute up there. You have to go to that. Mm. That's, a, that's an amazing museum. Yeah. Um, and just all the monuments just to say, because you've seen them all in movies and in history and yeah. in school and stuff. So just to go up there and see Lincoln sitting there and See how tall the Washington Monument is, and the Jefferson yeah. Memorial. You know, just it'd be just, all of them would just be a nice thing, nice, nice thing to experience for sure. Um, it, Nathan says that the rookies in KC are going to get a tour of the, all the <laughs> Lombardies. What do they have now? They have one, two, three, four, maybe four. I think yeah, two recent, and then two way back at the very beginning. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true, man. That true. They, can, they can definitely check out all those uh, deals. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think some of those that you mentioned are great. Um, like the Washington Monument. Here's a here's a it's a well-known fact, but not often repeated. Nothing in Washington, D.C. can be built higher than the Washington Monument. That's wild. Isn't that you know, with whatever they decide to do, it's like in the laws. I don't know. Rick Snyder's could come on here and tell us way more, but yeah. uh, but they can't build anything higher. It's not allowed by by DC law or whatever. Wow. And I think it's oh man. I think it's 555 feet high. I'm just dropping so much knowledge on you all right now. Yeah, you are. But you know what's cool? I'm going to throw a little flex out at you, though, Trip. Okay, here we go. Uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> up, until, coming. Yeah. up until um, most recently when the pandemic hit, I used to go running about two or three times a week, right? When I would get to work and then I would go on a run. Yeah. And I used to run. This was my route. This is really cool. I'd run up to the Capitol, 
Then I would run all the way down the mall. So I'd go past the Washington Monument. I go past the um, African American Museum. I go past the World War II. Okay, I know where you are. All that, right? And I go all the way down to the Lincoln. And then I go up the stairs of the Lincoln Memorial, right? Mm -hmm. And then I would turn around and look, and you can see all the way back down to the Capitol again. Yeah. And it was, it, it, I don't know what the word is. It would be, it was like breathtaking. Yeah. I'm standing there. What am I doing? I'm standing on the Lincoln Memorial looking back at the Capitol. Yeah. And it was, yeah. It was pretty crazy. That's yeah. kind of my flex. Uh, I had a good time doing that. And then um, and then I would run back kind of the same route back. Or whatever. It was like four or five miles. It wasn't this huge run or whatever. But it was really cool to be able to run. But that was my route, cool. running downtown Washington, D.C. I think everyone and, should experience that at least once. I mean, you have to. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? I'm going to do a reverse flex on you, uh, Trev. Okay. When I was younger, a lot of flex in the day. I had no idea that Washington D.C. was a place. I thought the capital of the U.S. was Washington, like way out west. Oh, Pacific what do you think D.C. meant? I didn't. I you know I just didn't put it all together. I didn't realize what it was you know <laughs> oh yeah i don't think oh wait do i have that hold on let's see if i got that sounds trying here you go <laughs> yeah i mean it's so idiotic i look back on that and I say, man i was a big dummy oh man but that's uh, cool that they do that for the rookies and the undrafted like hey yeah there's nothing to do you're you know you're not quite old enough to go drink yet you know yeah. so here's a little field trip for free as, yeah. as a team bonding experience. So absolutely. And I think we all take for granted mm-hmm. what those monuments mean and what they stand for. I mean, you go to that World War II monument, right? Or the Vietnam Wall, right? And you just think of how many people passed away, yes, fighting so that we could have the ability to go play football. Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to uh uh, and also, kind of, honestly, half the guys will never be in DC ever again after the next month. So sure, that's <laughs> you know, right. Might yeah. as well, you know, give them a, a nice history lesson while they're there. Absolutely, totally agree. So yeah, I thought that was a good thing, and and I'm glad that they do that. I think they do that every year. Yeah, they, they take do. the rookies uh, out there, and that's that's pretty smart, if you ask me. All right, next topic. Ready, Trev? Yeah, dog. PFF has listed <laughs> their most. PFF underrated receiving core okay in the nfl mm-hmm. okay yeah now the steelers are one of those teams who who do the steelers have at receiver remind me george pickens the dog yep. from georgia um oh yeah claypool no they traded him to the bears Oh, that's right. He's gone. Steven, Steven sims jr deontay thompson who was comparable yeah. to terry McLaurin a lot yeah um that's about it and then yeah are we including tight ends in this in this room uh no this is well yeah, it says receiving core. Yeah. Yeah. we are got firemuth as well yeah yeah he's he's pretty good all right so you got you got pittsburgh you got cleveland what amari cleveland. cooper yeah who else they got though anybody amari cooper <laughs> right okay he's pretty good 
Um, oh, what's his name? Donovan Peoples Jones. He's there, right? Oh yeah, sure. Yep, that's not too bad. But now they're talking about who's the underrated ones. Okay. The Jets. I mean, who the Jets have? Cedric Wilson. Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson. Correct. Yep, got the wrong Wilson. Alan Lazard now. Alan Lazard. They got the the kid. Did they keep that kid from Purdue or whatever that was complaining a lot uh, last year. Oh, the young guy, Rondell. Oh, um, Rondell Moore. Yeah, is, is that right? He- I know uh, everybody who is here in the um, uh, in the chat can remind us some of those. Corey Davis is there. Gus Corey Davis. Okay. Appreciate that, Gus. Um, all right. So the Lions. Uh-huh. The Lions have Amon Ross St. Brown. Yes, Kevin Brown's boy. That's right. <laughs> yep, that's right. So they got him. Do they really have – who else do they have as a receiver? I can't remember. They they were killing Washington, but I don't remember who yeah, all was were. doing it. DeAndre Swift was killing us pretty much. Yeah, that's true um, too. So, all right, Carolina. Hawkinson, they have Hawkinson, right? Yep. Like no, no, they in. traded him to Minnesota. Oh, he's in Minnesota now. That's right. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. So, what about um, Carolina? Can you even name a receiver in Carolina? Tommy Trimble, the tight end. <laughs> that's about it. Right. Oh yeah, Jameson Williams for Detroit. Oh, that's right. But he's yeah, bad. Yeah. yeah. Of course, he's suspended for like six games or something like that. The Panthers, they got rid of DJ Moore. So yeah, they got rid of DJ Moore. They got rid of uh, they got rid of everybody. So I don't know who they have. Yeah. I don't know how they could be underrated if you can't even name them. <laughs> All right, the Saints have Olave. Yeah. Who else do they have? They got Michael, Michael Thomas, Thomas still. And Mark, that uh, deep ball guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. We can't name? even name the guys. But... What's his name? Yeah. Super fast, dude. I think. Yeah. With the dreads. Yep. So, and then Washington. Okay. So they have Washington in the most underrated receivers, receiving core okay. in the NFL. Do you consider them underrated or do you consider them underappreciated? Oof, excuse me. Because underrated is saying, yeah, I know who they are. I just kind of don't think they're very good. Underappreciated is saying they're not, they're just not very good. And I don't, and they're not going to be very good. And you can't convince me. Uh, They're underrated because of what they've had to go through at the quarterback position. Yeah. You still have at least one receiver in Terry McLaurin putting up over a thousand yards. Yep. Catching balls from all different kinds of quarterbacks. So that's yep. pretty impressive. But it's and I think it's underrated. Um Curtis Samuel's not a bad receiver. He's just been banged up a little bit and then also sure. quarterback purgatory, same as Terry McLaurin. Sure. And then Jahan Dotson was leading all rookies with receiving touchdowns, so he got hurt last year and still ended up being second place after missing a few games. So right. How many did he score? Six? Six or maybe? seven, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um then and then Logan Top of tight ends or whatever, but those three those three receivers, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I think we're a little bit underrated and a little bit underappreciated too, just for the like the the things I just mentioned, like Terry getting over a thousand yards. It's, it's not really appreciated because of our quarterback. Now, if mm-hmm. we had a, a, a stable franchise quarterback to that connection, then he would probably get more recognition. But to do yeah. that with guys off the sisters' couch and Garrett Gilbert and you know, Alex yeah. Smith and, you know, 
Mark Sanchez. Yeah, like all different <laughs> veterans to no-name guys. Like that's yeah. pretty impressive to still be on a list of anything. So uh, a little bit of both. Josh Josh Johnson, was that the guy who, who yeah. won, played one game and He's won that game? played for like eight, the, half the league. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. I I've made the argument, and I will still make this argument about the receiving core, the three receive, just the three receivers. If you were ranking the top three receivers on every team, I would put Washington at number. I believe I have them at six. Okay, I think they have the sixth best trio. Yeah. I'm not saying that McLaurin is the sixth best receiver. I'm not saying anything like that. Right. But and then because there are teams that have just nasty ones and twos. Yes. But there's not that many who have a one, two, and three that can match Washington. That's very true. McLaurin's a top 12 type receiver. Yep. Curtis Samuel, let's just say he's the number two. Some people say Dotson's the number two, whatever. But let's say Curtis Samuel's your number two. If you match him up against everybody else's number two, he's top 20. Yeah, I was going to say top 20. I'd say that too. Yeah. Yeah. And then what do you think about Jahan Dotson as a number three? Where would he match up with all the number threes in the league? Where would you put him? Just kind of off the top of your head. I know you don't have a list of them in front of you, but. Top 15. You know where I'd put him? Where? Top five. Wow. For sure top 10, but maybe even top five. Wow. He's the number three guy. Look at some of the number three guys. Some number three guys you can't even recognize. That's you right. don't even know their names. Right. Like if I gave you a last name, I'm going to look back on my notes here. If I gave you a last name of a guy, a number three, yeah, Jennings. Do you know who that is? For San Fran, he's their number three. I know who that is. Jawan Jennings. Okay. I think he's a Maryland guy. Okay, to be honest, but I'm not 100 <laughs> sure. But he's their number three receiver. Right. Debo Samuel, stud. Yeah. Top six. Yeah, type receiver. Yes, Brandon Ayuk. Yep, top ten, number two. Yeah, he's nice. But they got garbage for number three. Yeah, John Jennings. I don't know who that is. Yeah, exactly. Right, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tampa. Okay. Uh huh. They have Mike Evans, right? Who's probably right on the level, maybe even higher than Terry. Yeah. He's right in that same area. Yeah. Their number two is uh, Godwin. Yeah, Chris Godwin, Godwin Mister Stud. Ah, when he's healthy, okay, stud. Okay, their number three, yeah, his last name is Gage. Oh, Russell Gage, he was the starter from the Falcons, right? He's he's a hot, he's a hot mess, yeah, he's not, yeah. So, how the heck are you going to uh think that Washington is not better than that receiving core? They are when you're talking about all three. Mm-hmm. So, the whole point of that is that I I think they are an underrated receiving core throughout the league. They've been ranked 19th in some uh, rankings. Again, it's probably PFF. Those probably. dudes, those dudes are killing us. Yes, uh, all the time. Every chance yeah, they get, they do it all the time. But uh, yeah, so I I think they are very underappreciated. They're they're being put in the sleeper category. Mm-hmm. For wide receivers, I don't like it. Trev, give me a um, give me a Jahan Dotson as a number three. Give me his stats for the year. Woo! Healthy for seventeen games. Okay. 
Number three receiver. Sam Howell's the quarterback. Yes. Terry stays healthy. Samuel yeah. stays healthy. Yes. What does it look like? 52 catches. Okay. 780 yards. All right. Hmm. Ooh. <laughs> How many tutties? Yeah. I know. As the kids say. He had seven last year by like week seven, week eight. Oof. EB offense. I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm gonna beat 12 touchdowns. 12. Well, yeah, okay. Now you've now you lost me. You had <laughs> me at 52. How about nine? Uh you're probably still a little high. I don't know. Has Terry ever even had nine in a season? And he's your yes. number one. I don't know that Terry's had nine. All right, here we go. Let me go to he's my a little low. Stats. His stats are a little low on the touchdown side. Because I think a couple of years ago, he only had like three or something. Again, I totally understand. It's the quarterbacks. So that totally makes a difference. But how many did Terry have last year, Trev? Yeah, five I think, touchdowns last year. Yeah. What about the year before? Um. I mean, Terry's a stud. I'm not trying to belittle his stats. He's He's been amazing, and he deserves all the money and respect that he's getting. Okay, ready? Yep. 2019, seven touchdowns. Yep. <laughs> and then? 2020, four touchdowns. Yeah. Five touchdowns, five touchdowns. But listen to this. His, his rookie year, 919 yards. Mm-hmm. 2020, 1,100 yards. 2021, yep. 1,000 yards. 2022, 1,100 yards. Yep. He's just low on touchdowns for some reason, and I think that does go back to the quarterback situation. We're going to talk a little bit more about Terry in the game coming up here because we are going to talk about the top 100 list that just came out. Yeah, I didn't so, just, so just hang with us here. We are coming back talking about the top 100. We want to hear all your opinions on who should be, who shouldn't be, and which commanders got hosed. Stay with us.